This is the Plaza Theatre Podcast. Third Time Lucky by L. Roffey with Mariel Shepherd as Annie Edited by Georgette Ellison I think he's dead. I've been sitting here, well, more propped up than sitting for 20 minutes now and he hasn't moved. I can't even see him breathing. He is very good at sitting still. Once he gets comfy, he stays still because of the pain, he says. When I came to a while ago, I found myself slumped in the fireplace with my face covered in blood and my leg trapped painfully under me and him motionless in his chair. I'm struggling to remember what happened, but but bits are coming back. The postman, usually he delivers late morning, was early today. That meant Bill was able to collect the post on, on his way to his armchair and, true to form, opened my post as well as his own. He has no conception of my privacy. Unfortunately, there was a bank statement for my escape fund. He knew nothing of this and, more tellingly, a copy of the lease for the little flat I'd found. I thought I'd made it crystal clear to the agency that this was to go to Rita's, our daughter's address. Oh, oh, oh. My, my head is... It, it's clearing a bit now. I, I, I remember how... I ended up here on the floor. No, he still hasn't moved. I'm I'm sure he is dead. After he ranted and raved and threatened to kill me, once he got hold of me, I, I waited till he dropped off and started to get my things together. My planned escape would now become an emergency dash. I, I had to get out before he got hold of me. Even disabled by his crook knees, he is dangerous when crossed. These days, I, I try to stay out of reach. Sure, he was asleep. I, I was careless about passing his chair, busy collecting a few things, and he grabbed my arm. Oh, he's still so strong. In panic and fearing for my life, I lashed out and managed to pull away. In doing so, I went flying over the coffee table, ending up in the hearth with my head split open and my leg probably broken. Oh. Oh. I've been watching him now for the last 10 minutes. He hasn't moved or, or seemed to breathe in that time. I'm sure he is dead. I'm not sorry. I need to get to the phone, get help. It's it's by his chair, naturally, so he can control calls. 
sometimes he doesn't even bother to answer it or if he doesn't want to talk or, or doesn't want the caller to talk to me he'll tell them to piss off especially if it's one of the boys he'll have nothing to do with the boys hates them and the feeling is mutual painful as it is i must try to reach the phone moving or or trying to was was agony and i must have passed out again i'm thinking about my previous attempts to get away from him the first was in a year was within a year of our marriage when when i realized that what i thought was adoration was possessiveness i went home but my dad said that all marriages are tricky at first and things would settle mum just said marry in haste repented leisure girl i admit i i had rushed into it wanted to escape the restrictions of living under parental control resented being told what to do <laughs> fools rush in they say i didn't tell them he was hitting me it might have been different if i had but i had some pride i went back to him not that he realized i tried to leave and soon after that uh, i found i was expecting two boys Vernon that Peter followed by Rita in 5 years. I couldn't leave then. There was nowhere to go in those days with children. And I would never leave them with a brute like him. He's a vicious controlling bully, free with his fists. I needed to be there and act as a buffer between him and the children. I took the blows for them willingly. Oh. Oh. Now, now I'm I'm fully awake. I, I remember that Rita will be here at 1 o'clock. She takes me shopping on a Monday. Oh, she's a good girl. Only 2 hours to wait. I'm starting to think about the chances of my escape and working out. My second attempt was nearly successful. I had decided that I would go as soon as the children left home boys went as soon as they could <laughs> joined the army to get away from the old bastard as they called him they said there was less discipline in the army and nobody was allowed to lay hands on them so they both settled happily into their new lives in the beginning they wrote often to me not him but he would intercept me letters and reading about them calling him the old bastard one time he would tear them up when they arrived he would then make me pay with his fists the stop writing and and i keep up with their lives through rita career soldiers both of them oh i'm so proud he won't even speak of them rita left when she was 17 got a living job in a hotel on the coast not too far away but importantly away from him 
The plan was I was to follow. There was a vacancy for a live-in housekeeper in the same hotel. I had become very handy with a needle and could make do and mend like a demon. I was going to leave the following Friday first thing, once he'd gone to work. On a Friday, he went straight to the pub after work, never getting home till midnight. That would give me 16 hours to get me things together and get away. I was sick with excitement on that day, elated with the idea of freedom after 20 odd years of abuse. In fact, I was sick that morning and with a sinking heart, I realized that the loss of my monthlies and my thickening waistline was not the change starting early. No, I was pregnant again, approaching 40, pregnant and trapped again. The chances of, of having a down syndrome baby were high at that age, I knew. But there was no choice those days but to have the baby. The silence in the room when she was delivered told me that indeed she was Downs. The midwife kindly said, I could just leave the baby there and go home. She would be found a place in a home where she could be cared for. That was quite usual then. Downs babies weren't expected to thrive and had a poor outlook. Much as I wanted to be free of him, I wanted my baby. She was different looking to the other three, but she was cute and I loved her instantly. Lily, I called her, and we went home together. Bill at first would have nothing to do with her, but, but she was an undemanding, smiley baby and she won him over. I think that was the nearest he came to loving anyone other than himself. She met all the milestones, just later than other children. She called Bill Daddy, my Daddy. I don't know where she picked that up, but I never saw him raise a hand to her and he only occasionally shouted at her. She charmed him totally. Two, two o'clock. Rita, Rita's late. I'm, I'm so uncomfortable. Me, me leg is so painful. Oh, wait, I hear a car. Oh no, no. I can just see the roof. It, it's a white minibus. That, that's old Mr. Jones's Wednesday afternoon club come to collect him. I can just see the writing on the side. Propped here, I can also just about see the lovely photo of Lily with Rita. I had a match in one of Lily with the boys, but, but he smashed it in a temper. Lily was a joy. The loving, easy baby became a loving child, then teenager, then, then a lovely, innocent adult. She was quite good at needlework, so much for the experts saying she'd do nothing in her life. I blessed the day I ignored them and we went home together. Between us, we had a profitable little dressmaking business. 
made a little money, he never found out. The day she didn't wake up was the worst in my life. Her weak heart, present since birth, finally failed and my darling girl, my angel, was gone. It broke my heart. The only time I saw him cry, but I never knew if it was over the loss of the only person he cared about or or the loss of the only person who cared about him. I suspect the latter. I started planning my escape after... Oh, 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 no, no. Wednesday. Mr. Jones's Wednesday Club. It's not Monday today. What am I thinking? It's... It's Wednesday. There'll be nobody here till the district nurse comes on Friday to see him. I, I, I can't wait that long. I, I must make a move. I must get to the phone. It's five o'clock. Oh, I, I must have passed out again. The, the pain was unbearable. All I gained was a, a few feet nearer the phone, but might as well not exist. I'll never reach it. Oh, 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 oh my God. I can see now he, he is most definitely dead. So much blood. It's all down his clothes on, on the chair and on the floor in a, in a big black puddle. I can, I can see why as well from my new position. Oh, Oh, I, I remember now. I, I was carrying my big dressmaking shears, gathering up bits to take with me when he grabbed me. I, as I fought to get free, I must have stuck him with him. Oh no, not must have, did. For the, the still lodged in his throat. Oh yes, he is dead. What to do now? I can't move. It's far too painful. But I, I need help. He, he is beyond help, admittedly, but I must get some help. To, to my shame, I, I, I seem to have wet myself. I am very cold and sitting in the puddle. And my leg is going numb. Oh, it's not we, it's blood. My leg appears to be bleeding. I, I think the bone has, has come through the flesh and I'm, oh, I'm sitting in a sticky pool of, of my own blood. I'll, I'm never going to get this out of the carpet. <laughs> oh, I, I have a plan to get, to get help though. If I can reach a stick, his latest weapon, I've felt that round my shins quite a lot recently, I can tell you. I, I could tie something to it and then and then somebody, when somebody passes, I, I can wave it and, and call for help. The windows open a bit, they, they should hear me. It should work. Oh, it's a lovely evening. People will be out and about. I'll, I'll just rest a bit before trying.
I'm so tired and very cold. When when help comes, it, it may mean I'll, I'll be in trouble for killing him, but it was self-defence. The kids will tell them about him and, and there's the hospital records. Oh, I, I keep falling asleep. I can, I can reach, reach the stick, I know, but it needs to be soon. Oh, it's getting dark. Now he's dead. I can stay in the house. I, I won't have to leave. The boys can visit. Oh, that'll be nice. I'll make a cup of tea soon. Warm me up. I'm so thirsty. Rita will we'll be here soon on Monday. It's shopping day. I, oh, I must get up, get ready, but I'm so tired and wet. The puddle seems to be getting bigger. Oh, no, no, no. I, I remember it's, it's Friday, not Monday. District nurse, no, 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 Wednesday. Think, woman, think. Trousers are soaked. He hates me wearing trousers. <laughs> I can wear what I like now. Lily and I can stay. Oh no, Lily's gone. I, I can stay. I just need to reach the phone. No, 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 the stick. I'm getting confused. I, I just need to get help. I'll just rest for a bit and then make a move. I can't have Lily finding me lazing about. Oh, oh no, not, not Lily. I mean, Rita, oh, I can't seem to think straight anymore. It looks like this time I will get away from him, though. I'm so cold tired and sore but hopefully maybe just maybe this will be it maybe it will be third time lucky
thank you for listening to the Plaza Theatre podcast. Although the theatre is closed, keeping the building maintained still costs money. If you've enjoyed our podcast today, please consider making a donation to keep theatre alive in Romsey. Visit plazatheatre.com for more details.